Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. I bought some stuff um, after like three margaritas. I'm like, this is gonna be great. I have no idea. <laughs> you come in there like like infant onesies like, on. Oh, that's really oh. gay. Everything is a Gordon Gartrell. <laughs> and if you're listening to this and you don't know what that reference is, Turn shame. It off. Yeah. Shame, shame. Clank. James was talking about um, the day after um, when he had the uh, full pain audience. The day after opening uh, of uh, invited dress, right? Yeah. So it was your actual, the reopening, the reopening night. The big night, yes. And how Rafiki, right? Yeah. And that's how she starts the show. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like yeah. that you said Rafiki, like you went to school with her. Right. Was it, wait, was it Rafiki? Is she it was Rafiki? in biology. So unbeknownst to the MTA travelers in New York City, <laughs> I am just going about my regular day trying to get wherever I need to go. <laughs> and I walk down the stairs, and I'm not even kidding. Walk down the stairs. I don't have my headphones on. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to be like, I swear to God, I fucking pissed myself. The beginning of The Lion King starts echoing throughout the- The one train? Yeah, I'm not very good at the song because I don't know it. Here, wait, I'll do it. If you Okay, so you're walking. Like, it's it's like, what tra- What station is this? Is this 50th this, Street? The 6th. The 6th train. Oh, the 6th train. Oh, right. so you're on the east side, which yes. is even more quiet. Correct. Okay. So this, there's these are no tr- Right. So, okay. Two scene is I am getting my allergy shots. I'm all the way down by NYU Langone. Um, Beautiful place. Wonderful by Union, establishment. By Union Square. There is 0.0 people around because there's nothing open. And I know New York is back in some spots. This is not one of them. Allegedly. So I walk down the stairs, and then. Holy shit! <laughs> I, I didn't know if there was a flash mob that was coming, <laughs> no, but there's no. literally nobody there. I must have jumped. My backpack must have jumped off over my head. It scared the living Christ out of me. <laughs> And I looked around. I'm like, "What the fuck?" And then, where it says, "Where it says like you're trained six minutes away," it's like Lion King back to Broadway. Had I not been such like a crazy New Yorker observer, I never would have known what the fuck happened. <laughs> but I literally was like, gung, 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 gung. "My heart was jumping through my fucking shirt." But you know what? That is valid because there was a time when Lion King cast members kept showing up everywhere. Like mm-hmm. every time you'd be on a flight. You're like, I just got to get to Des Moines. I just want to get my coffee. I want to get on that plane. I want to fall asleep. And not to now you're like wearing, flash mob develops yeah. around And you. now you're wearing the coffee because it the, the beginning <laughs> is so startling. They were everywhere. There was a time when they were really just like flash mobbing the shit out of the country. Yeah. I'd be in a bathroom. Like, just go to sit down and like Rafiki's right there. Right. Not, oh, Jesus. You're at a funeral. You're like, I'm so sorry about you. Holy shit! Just kidding. Wait, so she is dead or she's not dead? Because she just popped up a wedding across the the street. (laughs) Do you, Carl, take Susan to? Oh Jesus! It's the Lion King again. (laughs) He accidentally punches her in the face. (laughs) Oh, because again, it is so like because there you don't expect you don't expect that quality also to come out of an MTA speaker. Normally it's like stopping And this is fucking perfectly for the clearest day to give everyone a fucking heart attack. If Disney throws their money behind it, they're like, these speakers are going to sound flawless. We're sending you bows. And then we're going to ask for them back when all the hype is died down. When we're done. Yeah. Clear. You don't get to keep them. Clear. Crystal, clear as day. <laughs> I'm so sorry that Jules' show scared the shit out of you. But then I was like, after like you know uh, the paramedics left, I was like, that is actually really fantastic. 
Because, I mean. They're like, clear, poof, poof, Broadway's yeah. back, baby. There's and an so ad. so am I, thank you. <laughs> now, will you please change my pants? Does anyone have some boxers or braces? Anything, really. <laughs> There's a Forever 21 right upstairs. Uh, we saw the, I went to the invited dress of the Lion King Sunday night. Awesome, amazing, wild experience. We were in the front row, which never been there. Uh, Do you know who our official date was? I think I do. Christine Dercole, Master Peloton Instructor, slash cool ass chick, slash we both listen to the same music, slash former guest here on the Deer Pod. Our first big guest. Our first big, like, win, Mm -hmm. right? And it was the New Year's Eve episode, which... I mean, I put that in my top five of our yeah. all of our episodes. Is she as soulful in person as she is on the bike? She is, but she's just a cool ass chick, you know. It's like, oh, you're one of us, mm-hmm. and now she has no choice. We're no. we're bringing her into the. We're actually she's keeping in her in the basement right now. <laughs> she happens to be in this jar. Jules, let her out of the cage. Bring her in. Hey, Christine. Yeah. Yes, uh, it was a blast getting to hang out with her. Getting to hang out with her fiance. Wicked cool guy. I've been watching her, uh, her dress. Oh, uh, the dress extravaganza. Yes. So have I, because I say yes to all dresses. Okay. I am. I was never a girly girl. What? This should come as a shock, considering is... I am 100% dressed like a 13-year-old boy No, today. Peppermint Patty, you look just as elegant Listen, as Listen, Chuck, I just came from doing a dry try at the Orange <laughs> Theory, and I, you're lucky that I even showed up and showered. Yes, for anybody who is watching right now, any clip that you may see, mm-hmm. I'm moist. Yes, head to toe. Yes, completely. I, I. But was... did you caress before you dressed? No, I didn't. Okay. At this point, I just had Jules turn a hose on me, cool. and I ran around in the yard. That's, that's the nice. best way to chip all the crap off. Apparently, that's what you do for children in the summer. Ew. Oh, I just thought of that weird song. Do, 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 do. In the summertime when the winter is hot. Da, 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 Do you always da, sing in your mom's singing voice? In the summertime <laughs> when the weather is hot. <laughs> yes, I do. You know, if that voice came over the loudspeaker on the six train, that's... Erin, <laughs> protect your pocketbook. And please watch. Don't stand too close to the edge of the platform. If my mother did <laughs> announcements for the MTA, which would be her dream come true. Sure. Because all she ever does when we talk is warn me about the subway. She's well. never lived here a day in her life. But she's like, you got to stand away from the platform edge. Look at, be aware of your surroundings. Close your pocketbook. She's obsessed with my pocketbook. Convinced that somebody's going to steal it. She's very. Pocketbook? Pocketbook purse? Tote bag? I don't know. One sports sack? Satchel? (laughs) She's concerned about my sports (laughs) sack. She's always worried about my sack. And she's very concerned about her purse at all times. And I'm like, if somebody steals that, how disappointed are they going to be? First of all, she's got about 50 pounds worth of loose change in the bottom. Sure. I'm like, if somebody goes to steal your purse, just hit them with your purse. Yeah. It's going to knock them unconscious. Because she probably still has some original certs in the bottom. Oh, I, well, probably if you, now. If you search, there's a butterscotch in there. Oh, sure. And oh, by now, it's probably covered like solid in as a rock. Yeah. But it's in there for emergencies. Okay. You never know when you need a certs. Or coughing, you know. She, right. Yeah. Just unwrap that. Breath freshening. Yeah. But most of the, the purse is was loose change. I like that. And I was like, if somebody steals it, they're going to go to a coin star and be like, $2,586 in right pennies. <laughs> it was worth getting welts after she hit me with it. Um, Going back a dial. Okay. Did you go out afterwards with Christine? Sure did. Where'd you go? Uh, one of the three places that's open in New York City, the Glass House Tavern. Oh, okay. I know. That's the creepy part about what's happening, is like Broadway is reopened, but then it, you come out onto the streets and you're like, now what? Well, I guess we'll go home. It's either that or the Ferris wheel. Which is gone. 
if you're wondering. Already? As quickly as it arrived, it quickly... It rolled right down and well, into the water. I think, I think as the weeks went by and each basket started falling off of this tinker toy that was the Ferris wheel. De Blasio kind of sitting there with a Twinkie looking at it be like, I guess we should take this down. I guess that was a bad Misfire! Idea. Yeah. So you went to Glasshouse Tavern. Glasshouse Tavern. Uh-huh. Um, and we were there for a long time. On 47th Street? Yeah. Like we all had, they, they had dinner, we had dinner beforehand. So, you know, instead I just went all liquids. Sure, as you do. Had a martini, mm-hmm. like you do. Yeah. And had awesome conversation. It, like, you know when conversation is just so easy that suddenly you look down and you're like, and it's 2 a.m. Yes. So it was, it was an I awesome I mean, I haven't night. had that with you, but I'm sure. With no, other, no. With but I mean, people. we just have 120 something episodes worth of quality comedy right. content. Or as you like to think of just one year. Yeah. We're working our way up. Sure. A year, two, uh, uh. three. Uh, yeah, yeah. And we were with uh, Jules's sister came in. So we had, oh, nice. uh, it was a fiesta. There were five of us. We hung out at the Glasshouse Tavern. We had wine. We had booze. There was food. There was salmon. There were laughs. It was a great time. Excellent. And now Broadway is slowly, slowly coming back. And then when you got the check, did Rafiki pop up again? Ah, so, okay, you take the check. <laughs> you flip okay? the whole table. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus! Can you bring Christ. me bread? Damn it! <laughs> She's everywhere, <laughs> all the time. Good lord! Yes, it was a grand old time. Um, something I should warn you about, since we're doing a moth report today, Uh-oh. and I feel like I need to warn all of the world. Uh huh. Moth is on TikTok. Oh no! She joined TikTok specifically to watch the live feed of The Lion King, the big thing. Did you know about this? Disney was like, we're going to be live streaming the opening number, Circle of Life, on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Tune in. So she okay. goes to the trouble to download it, which I'm already horrified. I'm like, I can't walk you through this. You're going to have to, you're gonna have to learn on your own. Sure. And at some point, you know, you got to let the babies fly. You got you to gotta let them go yeah. and take the train and she's going to stumble and she's going to fall. But uh, here's the funny part. She messed up watching the actual, the whole point of joining TikTok was to watch this opening number. She thought it was going to happen at eight, never thought to check it. Their opening was at 7.30. So she tuned in at eight and it was already done. But here's the good thing. Me and your father have been watching all sorts of the TikToks and we found a parakeet, a white parakeet that swears. And he just sits there going, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. It's nine in the morning. She's telling me this. Erin, you gotta get on TikTok to see the parakeet that goes, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And I was like, you have to stop. It's too early. And that is going right to my ass. And I guess it's better than the parakeet saying, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me. Well, I'm sure. Because then your mom would be, you know, on the phone telling you to (laughs) fuck me. <laughs> Mom, for the love of Christ. Can I at least finish my coffee before you start screaming that at me? Yeah, so she's obsessed with watching this parakeet that just runs around swearing at people. Lovely. I know. All right. I think it's time. It is. T- uh, do you feel moist and warm and ready? I think I'm well lubricated. Did you pee a little? Uh, no, I just have yours all over me. Oh, thank God. Then I think it's time to <clears throat> welcome you to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I am your host, Anthony Michael Hall. And I'm Gina Davis. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? You rang. Oh. Lurch. Simple. Straightforward to the point. And this week, like all weeks, we're getting to the point. We are bringing you the advice columns of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. We're bringing them out of hiding and we're pulling them into the light and we're giving them some much-needed vitamin D. These ladies need D. A lot of D. <laughs> so what are you waiting A for? Follow us on your social medias at DearPodOfficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We have a website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can binge every last episode. We've made it easy for you to go from one to the next to the next to the next. Do you know that we take listener questions every week? So if you have a question that you would like to be answered on the air by two unqualified schmucks, then True. email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Did you know we have a YouTube page now? I did. Fun! 
<laughs> well, you can check out every lost episode. The audio will be on there, and we are now adding video tidbits. YouTube, check us out, the Dear Pod channel. And finally, and most oh, importantly, that is stunning artwork there. Finally, and most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, depending on what subscriber level you would enjoy, which I highly recommend the $5 Viennetta level, oh, you'll get extra perks, great. bits and pieces and tidbits dropped in your inbox every week. Things that are, are edited from the show, specialty cocktail recipes delivered right to you so you can try them at home, birthday shout-outs, and more. Worth it. Patreon.com slash official. What? And more. That's Spanish. Oh, you are so... Thank you. ...diverse. I am. I'm, I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I'm just shuffling my papers. Shuffle away. Get yourself settled. I'm ready. Are you ready for today's top? This week's theme is cremation. I, 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 it sounds like the most delicious way to handle a body. I'm, I want to be cremated because it sounds delicious to me, like a crematorium. When I die, send me to a crematorium. Well, it sounds like you're like being made into cream. Which you can be. I guess. There are many options when you get cremated. I have looked into all of them. You could be made into a tree. I don't want that. I don't want to be planted within a tree. Mm -hmm. Not my jam. Mm -hmm. I was never a big environmentalist in life. Why would I be in death? Right. And you don't want to be made into jam unless it's country baby. Ooh. From baby boom. Jam is an option. These are legitimate things I have looked up. Diamond. You can get pressed into a diamond. Yep. Um, which I like because that gives you motivation to not eat well through your life. Because mm-hmm. if you're a bigger person when you die, the bigger the diamond, the more ash. Sure. It stands to reason. Yeah. Uh, you can be put into a bottle of wine. Yeah. Uh, could you imagine going to somebody's house and be like, this is lovely. What is this, Merlot? And they're it's like, Aaron. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want, I just don't want any obligation. Like, you know, at a cemetery, there's an obligation because someone has to tend to it. Someone has to visit someone. And then if you have your ashes, then you have to hold on to it. And then it's like your response, there's a responsibility comes along with it. Unless it's, I want to be cremated and then I want to immediately be dis- discarded. So there's no obligation for anybody. Oh, to but tend like to it. you don't, we wouldn't give your ashes to Marcus and say, "Spread me here, there, and everywhere," because well, I yeah. have plans. Well, yeah, like yes, but I, I mean, I'm spreading myself all over the country, baby. I would want it to do immediately, so there's no like, obli- like he doesn't have to feel like he has to tend to that, or like, oh, this is you know. Well, Jim is getting like an around the country trip. With wow. my wishes, he's going all the way to Napa. I don't see. I don't want any of that. Oh, why not? But the other thing I don't understand about cremation is sometimes you can be you can have a viewing, so you'll rent a casket, mm-hmm. you'll be I guess embalmed and then done up, and then once done, you'll be cremated. Fried. Yeah, and then you'll get the urn. So you've kind of you've rented the casket. You'll be cooked. It's like it's, it's like rent a, a casket. It's like melting pot. It's like going to the melting pot. It's like a lot of presentation for a lot of wah wah. Yeah. Um Renting no, no, caskets. I don't I don't I, it would be a memorial because I would be you get cremated like right away. Mm-hmm. I want a nice memorial. I want a good party. Really, you know, everybody have a blast. Let's get hammered. Mm-hmm. Remember me. And then I don't need to be made into something. I just want to be spread around other things. Mm. But our friend Chuck had his mother, his ashes put into a paperweight. And I did say to Jules, I was like, if you put me in something that has the word weight in it, if you make me into something that presses other things down, holds it down, I will end you. But I did. It was when I went to go visit Chuck after all was said and done. Did I ever tell you this? That oh. I walked into his apartment and he was like, you remember my mother. And he pointed <laughs> at the paperweight. And I was like, nice to see you again, Mrs. Ragsdale. That's the other thing. I don't. I just don't want, again, if you're made into like a paperweight or for a necklace or whatever, then there's the anxiety of like, what if it's misplaced? What if someone breaks it? And then you're like, you just broke my mother. Oh, I, I like the idea of saying rest in peace or on top of these news weeks. Right. So- there's options. Rest on table. Now, when Jules's father died, he was cremated. Not over the original wish, but thank you, COVID. 
talk about the ultimate final pivot. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I guess we'll just do this instead. But his mother was like spreading the ashes around. So Start I'm just saying that new- oh. he's in the room right now. What? Is this like the surprise <laughs> no, of like the dead like guy the in the chair? Thing. No. Uh, so his, his mother, when, when this all first happened, uh-huh. she gets on the phone with me and she was like, do you want a little bit of daddy? Which is a weird way to phrase it all. I was yeah. like, daddy, I'm ew, not into I it. Like maybe once in college, <laughs> but like, no, not now. I, not now. I'm, I, I'm good. I, I've had a lot of dairy. So good. She like sent a, a link to something. She was like, we can have it made into a necklace or some earrings. And I was like, I cannot. You're like, oh, oh <laughs> good God, my- I thought you were saying something else. But no, I still don't want the earrings. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. In I'm fact, definitely well- going to question every gift she gives me from here on out. <laughs> like, I love your cookie. Um, oh, thanks for Mr. Ferris. This yeah. is, uh, yeah. So she had little urns old, made with like a little piece, like like some of the ashes. And, uh-huh. and she gave them to, to Nancy, Jules' uh-huh. sister, and Jules. And uh, he put him... On the bar. He's on the tiki bar in between the Irish whiskeys. I see it. <laughs> He's actually smaller than the small Irish whiskey. I know, I than know. the Jameson. So don't act, don't ever get hammered and be like, well, this must be one of these fun mixers that Jim has all the time. You're lucky that Jim isn't a gay man because someone could mistake that for poppers. And instead of getting a real high, you just get his Did dad. you sniff Mr. Ferris? <laughs> Did you just snort him up your nose? Oh my god! I totally. I, I leave don't feel for anything. five minutes, and you inhale part of his father. That was his arm. I'm still fucking rock hard, though. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. We're so wrong. I... It's so wrong. What's wrong with our that's, heads? That's not... We should just go into the articles. Okay, I, don't know how I think we've gone that. too far. But just saying, scatter my remains on top of a bowl of Cheerios okay. and enjoy yourselves. Okay. Okay. Very low in calories. All right, this is from the Times News, Twin Falls, Idaho, April 25th, 1979. Dear Abby, my husband has told me that he wants to be cremated. Then his, then his last wish was to have his ashes scattered over the local country club where he was turned down for membership three times. <laughs> He never made it, so he joined another club. I told him I thought he was foolish to want his ashes scattered over a club that wouldn't accept him as a member, but he insists that this is the way he wants it, and nobody is going to talk him out of it. What do you think of this idea? Signed, Better Half. Oh, it's just genius. That's Dear genius. Half, permission is required to scatter one's ashes on private property, so tell your persistent husband that he probably won't have any better luck crashing that club after he makes an ash of himself than before. Oh, oh. one more pun. Mm. Get it all in, Bay. How... I love this because that's like an angry Irish Boston guy's final fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. You don't want to. I'm going to keep. You don't want me initially. I'm going to go out. I'm going to apply again. I'm going to. This is like me applying to colleges. Yeah. yeah. Patrick, we said no the first time. Somebody's going to spread my ashes at NYU. Yeah. No one wants your 1.8 grade grade point (laughs) at this this college. And so we still don't. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking sprinkle my ashes. Actually, you're not because. (laughs) Vengeance tour. I'm just saying, actually, this gives me more inspiration to spread my ashes around places that rejected me and on people who rejected me. Oh, maybe what I'll do is I'll have Marcus um, act as kind of like a, um, a, um, a clown flower. So instead of squirting water, it'll be squirting my ashes. I'm like, so I want you like to go up pfft. to that security guard across the street yeah. and just say, hey, can you, and then just squirt my ashes so it just burns the shit out of his face. Okay. I like this plan. Yeah. This is a better plan. And I maybe want a few X's. Jules. I, I was about to say, I want Jules to find any guy who has ever hurt me. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to really look up one of them because one of them's a con man, so I don't know he's going to find them. Yeah, you never but, know. But, uh, you know, you never know. I want him to spread my, well... No, they didn't deserve me in life. They don't deserve me in death. But you know what? You can punish them after death. Touche. So. Mix it with a little alcohol, spray it in the face, make it stick a little bit. Maybe a little pepper spray, a little bit of glue, and a little bit of me. And a little bit of love, baby. That, I like the vengeance tour. Yeah. This has changed my thought process. It may not be good for you, but it will be good for you. But whatever. Yeah. In death, 
One final middle finger yeah. to anyone who has ever wronged you, especially yeah. a country club. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh. like She'd have to do that in the dark at night if she doesn't belong to the country club. She's not going to do it. Oh, I would. I would 100%. It would be such a laugh. I just like the fact that he never made it, so he joined another club. He's been turned down three times from this club. What was wrong with wow. the guy that he got turned down? Was it money? Maybe it was the wrong religion. Because Ooh. a lot of country clubs are racist. 100%. They're racist and they're um, religious. Yeah, there's the word. And <laughs> religious. Don't you religious me. Wait, what did she say? Oh, all right. I have an article for you from the Dixon Evening Telegraph, Dixon, Illinois. Dixon. August 4th, 1977. Ooh, I like this. Cremation, comma, ashtray internment advised. That's a lot. Interment? Interment. Interment. Dear Ann Landers. Yes? A long time ago, you printed a letter from a man who lived in Oklahoma. He wanted to know if he could be buried in his 1939 Dodge. We laughed when we read that one, and I was sure you made it up because you came through with such a clever answer. Well, I want to apologize for my thoughts because I read just today that a woman in Los Angeles left a $2.5 million estate and a court commissioner is trying to decide whether or not to honor her request. She wants to be buried next to her husband in a lace nightgown in her Ferrari with the seat (laughs) slanted comfortably. (laughs) This is the best. I think this is the best thing we've ever had. Now, what was the answer you gave that man in Oklahoma? Signed, good memory, but slipped a cob. Dear Cog, I suggest that he be cremated and put in the ashtray. The commissioner, however, might have a little trouble with my suggestion. The L.A. woman's next of kin could have something to say about it. Ayan! With the seat slanted slightly back, comfortably, in my Ferrari, in a negligee. Right, right. What video game was she watching? Like, you know, there's that that video game growing up where it's like the girls like ride in the sports car and that you're actually her and then no. you like wipe out and then she flips out of the car and because she doesn't have a seatbelt on. Wait, isn't it actually like, called Wipeout? No, maybe it's like Cruise Control or Cruise something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. What made you think of that? I, I don't know. Because when the girl is thrown out of the Ferrari, because she's, it's basically Christy Brinkley and vacation. Oh. Right? So you're speeding down like, you know, whatever. I'm going to say 405. Sure. But she's thrown out of the car because she's not wearing a seatbelt. And then when you see her splattered across the expressway, she's wearing her like tight mini oh my God. <laughs> mini skirt what dress. What the like, fuck game was this? What keep arcades in mind, did you go to? But keep to? in mind now, that is tame in comparison to what games are now. It's yeah, like, well, Grand like Theft you're Auto. Driving the car. Yeah. The girls now are, somebody would like jump out of the car and have sex with her while that's. Yeah, yeah. well, like snorting cocaine out of her vagina. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's Back a, in the car. It's a good video game. Yeah. It's anyway. it's teaching me hand-eye coordination. And yeah, and also to wear a seatbelt. Uh, we've learned a lot of lessons. Wait, so she wants to be buried in her Ferrari next to her husband who is already dead. So how does that work? If he's already in the ground, mm-hmm. what do you do? She wants to be buried in the Ferrari. This reminds me of that woman in Louisiana. This seems so, you know, Louisianan. She was that she was she was uh, stuffed and mounted. Mm-hmm. She had a feather boa on, a martini uh. in one hand and a cigarette in the other, and she was like put on what, is display. She Miss Piggy? Yeah, pretty much. But like she was put on display, and this was like in New Orleans, and then like people came on display, through on display, and and you could like give your you were honoring her, but I don't know what they did with her body after that was done. But you know. Your skin does something funny after you die. So Uh these people are like gluing and pasting and pulling and there's like fish hooks and she looks not right, nor should she. She's dead. She is dead, but she is stuffed and mounted on display. They had to have done something with her after that. You know what never looks right? Oh. A boa. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. That's where where we've gone ar- awry with everyone thinking like a boa is real. That's real. Something. I always tells me something about people's brains with like the first react. Like, what's your first reaction to me saying that this woman was stuffed and mounted and this was what was going on? You thought boa. My first thought was, what a waste of vodka. 
I'm hoping that that was not full of actual booze. I can't imagine that a cemetery is going to be like, okay, you're going to put this car underground, which you'd have to then drain everything out of the car. Yeah. The car will never decompose. And then you- Is that the point of it? Like, where do you put the Ferrari? The other, How can it go underground? I have a lot of questions that I they don't, just don't answer. It's just answer. impossible. And then you'd have to dig. This is so costly. The plot of land that you have to now purchase to put a full-size Ferrari. Also, what environmentalist is going to be like, we're okay with you None burying a Ferrari None. underground? That's why they're, they're going to drain of all. So it's going to be like a, uh, almost like a, like a, uh, whatchamacallit, a, a mock-up car. It can't be like a real car. No. Because it's filled with all this shit. I don't know. So you're going to have to spend money to have a garage, strip the car. Then you're going to spend money to dig up your dead husband, who however long he's been dead, yeah. rip him out of that, that uh, what, um, whatever, what tomb. Mausoleum thingy, yeah. Right. And then break him out of the casket after you rip the yeah, vault open. Yeah, it's a open. lot of work. And then hopefully he looks good. Otherwise, he's going to look like... The Crypt Keeper, well, and then she's going to look like Mae West. But that's why they're saying cremate him and just put him in the ashtray. <laughs> and, True. And that's actually probably the best option. But where do you put that? I, I don't think that the, we... I think we're thinking of it so literally that you would put the Ferrari underground. I love... We have spent about 12 minutes yes. talking about how this could legally, technically happen. It legally, I don't think legally can happen. No. And I also don't know if there's actually ashtrays in cars anymore. But that's a Ferrari, so the odds are better. Maybe it's custom. I don't know. But why would know. you have a why would you have an ashtray in a car, especially a Ferrari, because your top is usually down, so then your ash is just flying Fly- <laughs> into your face the whole time. <laughs> I Think miss about smoking that. in cars. Remember when you had the the thing, the the lighter, mm-hmm. and you could press it in and then you take it out and nobody has ever ended a story well with it, you know I pressed it in, didn't burn myself. Right. Everybody was burning themselves on those Or burning things. their leather. Yes, because you drop it every yeah. time. Have we learned nothing from the movie, Heathers? For all the kids here that don't know, there used to be a lighter in your car, and you pushed it wait, in. Wait, wait, wait. If you're going to tell a historical, uh-huh. uh, cultural, old story, let me, let me give you some background music. But okay. do it like an old Southern guy. It's like, back in my day. Ready? I'm not really good. Back in my day, when we had to light our cigarette, we'd push a little button that had an image of a lit cigarette, and we knew it was ready when it popped out. We'd stumble our little stubby fingers, take it out, it'd be hotter than hell, hopefully we wouldn't burn the side of our face while we were trying to look at the road, steer, and light a cigarette at the same time. Hopefully we put it back where it came from, or we wouldn't destroy our leather seats. What a wonderful campfire story, Grandpa. (laughs) Tell us more about when cars had car phones that you had to plug in. Oh, my God. (laughs) Don't get me started. All right. Let's move on. Hit it. This is from the Des Moines Register, Des Moines, Iowa, September 25th, 2002. Dear Abby. My family has always had its share of eccentrics, but my older brother, Rusty, has me perplexed. His mother-in-law, quote-unquote Louise, passed away six months ago and was cremated. She left a considerable considerable amount of money to my brother and sister-in-law, well into seven figures. Rusty was always fond of his mother-in-law, and I recognized their bond, but his actions of late have grown bizarre. Rusty now takes Louise's ashes with him to family functions, graduations, Uh! camping trips, and even got a permit to take her remains sailing with them in the Caribbean. Louise travels first class to more places and attends more functions as cremains than she did when she was flesh and blood. Meanwhile, our own dear mother is still living, and she is never invited to accompany them on any of these trips. What's your reading of this? Signed, Poor But Sane Brother. Because they'd have to pay for the live one. I mean, this is... Yeah. Abby says, Your brother could have separation issues with Louise, or he could be overwhelmingly grateful for the windfall she left him. 
Your signature indicates that, you're, that you suspect your brother may have lost touch with reality. Mention your concerns to your brother. If he doesn't have a logical explanation, mention your concerns to his wife. If she agrees, he should have a mental and neurological evaluation. What oh. the well? That it's it's cheaper than bringing the live person with you everywhere. Because then you know you bring a live person, you got to pay for another seat. You bring bring cremains, and you could just put that in your carry on. Cremains of the day. Cremains of the. I will never not laugh at the word cremains. Cremains. <laughs> it sounds like <laughs> like some kind of pastry. Mm, I'll have another cremain, please. Oh, thanks. Welcome to Le Pain Quotidien. Uh, today we have a special, it's a lentil salad, and mm. our pastry of the day is a cremain. Oh, great. I'll have an Americano and, uh, that ashy cremain. Mm. Chocolate? Uh, sure. Okay, great. Uh, cinnamon on top? Oh, that'd be great. Oh, great. that's not cinnamon. That's Steve. <laughs> <laughs> a little added something for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Now, so... And this is actually leading up into my article, but there is a similar situation uh, on both ends. Uh-huh. So when our beloved Nugget, our Maltese, our five-pound Maltese passed away, devastated, uh, we had he, we had his ashes put into a, an urn. Mm-hmm. So he, we have his cremains also. There, we, there's a lot of cremains in this house. <laughs> there, yeah. We have a lot of ashes. You're like Joan Rivers. In here. I don't know. You know, we need to start stopping people from hanging out. Yeah. We're very, we're very open here at the ranch. I we're guess. very popular. Sure. Alive and dead. All are welcome. Sure. Crossover sure. children. Yeah. But yes, we had uh, the nugget cremated. We have his ashes in a very cute little urn because there's a whole industry based on yes, pet death mm-hmm. and how to deal with it. And um, I think it was the first time we went to New Hampshire without him. My Jules was like, because this was like fresh and new, really hard. I mean, you know what it mm-hmm. is. When our dogs die, we're devastated. Mm-hmm. Devastated. Mm-hmm. And he was like processing it. I think it was either New Hampshire or Boston. I can't remember where we were going. But basically, he was like, should we bring him with us? And I was like, that may be a bridge too far. That that is. I was like, this is when I have to tap the brakes. He didn't like traveling with us when he was alive. It was a lot on him. It was stressful. And what if you lose him? This is, again, the obligation that you have. The risk that you take. So you really don't want, if you are cremated... Well, I know that you want to be put into a wood chipper. Yeah. Well, I have several things. Either okay. yes, I want the wood chipper, the mister, and uh, the mister that is also laced with glue. But the, and that, the industrial fan. But that's way it. more work than just keeping an urn on a shelf. It's not my work. I have someone that runs a mister that has my remains, okay. my cremains, mixed in with a little bit of water, with a little bit of glue, and then the other guy that runs the industrial fan that blows it all back on the one side of my memorial service of the people that I don't like. Are you making a request that everybody wear white? Uh, it doesn't really matter because uh, it's just going to be stuck to their face. Okay. The, because my remains will be glued. It'll be like it'll be like gorilla glue. My remains. Okay, this is good to know. Can I not go to the event and just go to the after party? Mm, well, then you won't know if I liked you or not because it all depends on what side of the aisle you've you're been sitting. placed on. Like, why mm. is Timmy on that side? It's oh, weird. What did he do to him? And then Never someone's like, Aaron, just sit where you're sitting. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. I don't trust you. I don't trust you in life no, or our, death. Our friends are over there. Ah, uh-uh. back to your side. Back <laughs> no, no, to your no, side. no, 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 no. All will be revealed no. after the sermon. All will be revealed. Well, guess what I'm revealing? One final article for you. Ooh. Sorry. Speaking of, Is it your pasties? Uh, of de- yes, let me take my pasties <laughs> off. This comes from the Green Bay Press Gazette, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Do you know it? Mm, I do. November twenty fourth, nineteen eighty two. Dear Adlanders, I am a sentimental old lady who needs to know if it is possible for my dog to be put to sleep when I die and be buried with me. This little pet is my closest friend. I am afraid she may be mistreated by someone after I am gone. The thought of anyone hurting her keeps me awake nights. Consult your experts and tell me if it is possible. It would give me peace of mind. Signed, Sleepless Nights in Detroit. Dear Detroit, 
First check with the cemetery and ask if it is permitted. If the answer is no, call around until you find one that says yes. Then put your wishes in writing and give the letter to the funeral director you have selected to handle your arrangements. Putting it in the will does not always ensure that the instructions will be carried out. People are often buried before the will is read. If your pet dies before you, you could, have, you could have her cremated and the ashes put in an urn and placed in your casket. After all, oh, after having said all this, may I suggest that you try to find some kind soul who would be good to your pet if you should die first. It'd be nice if she went on to enjoy your life after you passed on. You and <laughs> Stop killing people around you. You died. Don't take us all down with you. Why? I would never, what, kill my No, dog? because you're done here on this earth. You're going to bring people That's down with you. Didn't I ever tell you one of the first things that Jules said to me? Like, after we got married, Get he was me. talking about, oh. <laughs> he's like, stop spending our money. Um, he was like, well, when I die, I mean, hopefully we'll just die together. But and he, totally serious. So I was like, wait, wait, you're, you're 10 years older than me. I'm not, this isn't Egypt. That we're living in here. No, but let's be honest. You're going to slip one too many times on that front step. <laughs> and then, fine. Yeah. Then we'll go. Yeah. So so if I go first, is that part of the deal that you got to go to? And I want everybody, it's, we're going to go into the bottom of our pyramid and everybody in, close mm-hmm. it up, cap yeah. it off with that big stone, and we'll all just die in here yeah. together as a team. Yeah. F off. No. No. You let the baby live on, and then you have the ashes placed afterwards. But to, believe right. me, we already talked about the Nuggets urn going in with one of us. Well, I... We're going to create, like, one big mix of ashes. It's like, you know, when people get married and they're like, this sand is sand from my home, and this sand is sand from your home. And when we put it together in this vase, then it's we're... filthy. It's disgusting. It's just dirty sand mixed with dirty sand. We've asked everybody here who came to this wedding to bring sand from every place that you lived in. Because when you go to a wedding, everyone loves an assignment. Yeah. Thanks. I already bought the gift. I traveled here. And now you're giving me work to do. Yeah. Now, please find sand from Des Moines. Please find sand from Rhode Island. We've combined all the sands of all the places. Where's your sand from? Um, my sand is from the Marriott Marquis uh, <laughs> <laughs> ashtray on the lobby level. My sand is from my yard. The <laughs> end. That's all. This isn't. This isn't sand. This is mud. You get uh, what you could get. It's fine. I just give them like a nip of something, like a little, just you a know, nip slip. like a bottle of gin that you'd get on the. Uh, on a, a plane. Yeah. Yeah. There you, there you go. There you go. Combine will. that in your sand. Good yeah. luck. God bless. Stop giving me assignments. Yeah. Fuck off. Get married. Then get cremated. And then die. Oh, my God. I think we bulldoze our way to our Jesus Christ. I think I have sweat my way through this entire episode. It is now time for our very next segment. Which is, is time for... Uh, Instagram mail. Instagram mail. I was going to sing specialty cocktail, but it was Instagram mail. Instagram cocktail. because I almost peed on a treadmill today, and my brain is turned into taffy. I've cremated my brain today. Oh, that's great. In honor of this very special episode, which is just killing me slowly. And so this week we have an Instagram mail question. You can mail us your advice questions every week, either dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our sexy DMs at dearpodofficial on Instagram. Send us a question. We'll answer it on the air in the style of Anne and Abby. We're going to do it with less wigs. You pray. Yeah, and less fake nails. Lee press on. Oh, remember her. Remember Lee. So we have one Instagram mail question this week. Patty, kick us off. Dear Pod, we lost the greatest dog that ever lived one month ago and had his ashes on our fireplace. When we came home from work one day, we noticed that they were no longer where we left him. When we went to the kitchen, the tin that held his ashes was upside down on the drying rack. Our housekeeper, I'll call her Pat, mistakenly thought it needed to be cleaned and flushed our pup down the pipes. I lost my mind and leapt out of my body and fired her on the spot and yelled at her manager. 
Did I overreact? Signed, Angela's Ashes. Dear Angie, the fact that she wasn't found legs up in the sink trying to scrape the remains of your pup leads me to think that no, no, you did not overreact. If this had happened at Marlo Thomas's house, she would have ripped the housekeeper's eyebrows off, tied her boobs behind her back, and kicked her down a flight of stairs, peed in her purse, stolen her checkbook, and, and flicked a lit cigarette at her, and then casually marched right back up to her penthouse and filmed another St. Jude Crisp Children's Hospital commercial. Because she's a professional. Marlo Thomas goes through housekeepers the way a 15-year-old boy goes through Kleenex and hand lotion. Ooh. Yes, you may have lost your temper a bit, but I assume this woman lives to tell this poignant tale another day. After leaving your apartment, she may have changed her urine-soaked uniform and perhaps cut her hair, dyed it, donned a mustache and baseball cap, and escaped to a small southern town like Julie Roberts and sleeping with the enemy. You could have given her the Suge Knight treatment and dangled her out of the balcony window 45 stories up and made her repent for her sins. On the one hand, you have a very thorough housekeeper, and on the other hand, you have a very overzealous one. Like an aggressive overwiper after using the commode, she went too far. I could leave a note next to a filled ashtray that read, I'm testing to see if you'll clean this place correctly and come home to find my housekeeper smoking her Pall Malls and blowing smoke rings, which also happens to be the name of our weekend chef we hired from Woodstock, New York. There are lessons to be learned here. Number one. Be very clear with your housekeeper and the instructions. Number two, count to ten and take a deep breath before hitting your housekeeper. And three, always keep a large steamer trunk, plenty of gauze, and plenty of lye to dispose of the body. To quote the Bible, a book put together through a wicked game of telephone and hearsay, we therefore commit his or her body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, looking for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ who shall change the body of our humiliation and fashion it to anew in, the like, in his likeness. And if this occurred at my apartment, may God himself descend from heaven to protect that housekeeper from the impending wrath I would surely put upon her. If my little Rusty were thrown away as carelessly as Amanda Bynes's career, I would go to bed and wake up plotting and scheming ways to make the rest of her soon-to-be miserable life a living hell on earth. Thus saith the Lord. Amen. I love it when they sing an amen in church. All right, here's what Anne has to say. Are you ready? I don't know if I am. Strap in, because you're going to fall off the rower. Dear Ange, did you overreact? Hell no. If someone accidentally dumped the ashes of Grandma Kitchy down the drain, would you stand there and say, ah, well, mistakes happen. At least I got another grandma. How is this any different? Our pets are our family. In most cases, we like them more. Lord knows I would rather hang out with Groucho Box, may he rest in peace, than my sister. This is why I have my pets stuffed and mounted in quirky positions, like chewing their favorite toy, napping, or sifting through a Marie Claire. As they were in life, so may they be in death. I do it for the fear of what happened to you. Your situation is my nightmare realized. So no, I think you reacted proportionately to the situation. Look, I know mistakes happen, but this is a rainbow bridge too far. To err is human, but to flush Mary Puppins is horrible. She should be held accountable for her actions, and you should figure out a way to get on with honoring the memory of your beloved pup. Maybe a tiny wreath placed at the sink a small memorial service for friends and family. Some bagpipers play an amazing grace. That's what I would do. And on the bright side, every time you do the dishes or wash your hair in the sink, you'll think of Pablo Escobar. I miss you, man. I hope there's crunchy treats in heaven. Good luck, you sad son of a bitch. And don't use the disposal for a while, okay? Ayan! Concepcion! <laughs> So now that my mother has joined TikTok, I think we need to do a very special moth report. Are you ready? I am. Hit it, toots. And now it's time for the moth report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. I love her music. I know. 
It's time. It's time for the moth report. It's time to call my mother and find out what the weather is like, where she's standing, slash if she's really watched more swearing parakeet videos. So let's check her out. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck me, fuck me. Very different, very different parakeet. Yeah. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? Oh, well, we're on the highway. I can pull over. Um, Are you I'm driving? Good. I'm driving. I'm yeah. driving, but actually, I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about me. Uh, oh, good. I, uh, Don't worry about me. I can drive and do yeah. a podcast. Erin, where is your pocketbook? <laughs> Don't stand too close to the edge of the platform when you're at the train. You know, for somebody well, who yeah. worries about me, you don't care one lick about your own health and safety. Well, let's not get into that. I'm good. Wow. Wow. Shut What's down. Happening? What's happening? Um, I was telling Patty that you joined TikTok this week. <laughs> yeah, well, we found some funny stuff on TikTok. You, you know that James Brown song that opens up where he goes, Wow, he screams. Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff where people set it up on a, a, a speaker next to somebody who's asleep or something, and they, they, pull, they play it loud. <laughs> and, and we have been laughing ourselves silly. It has been so it's funny. Rafiki. It's the same thing, <laughs> we, Rafiki showing up everywhere. So you've been watching people get scared by James Brown? Yes, it, it, it's just so funny. We end up crying or laughing so hard. Is it the, is it the beginning yeah, of really I good. Feel Good? Yeah. Wow! Yeah, that's it. I feel that's good. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. Look it up You'll have a good laugh. Okay. You'll have a good laugh. Okay. I'm going to do that to Jules. He's going to have an attack. Um, I was telling him about the parakeet that you're following. The parakeet? Oh, oh, Pickles. Pickles the cockatoo. Pickles the cockatoo. I'm sorry. That's what it is. It has to be cockatoo because there is a parrot. That's not the right one. She's white. And uh, she's very funny. But (laughs) they've taught her to say, what the fuck? Wait, I thought it was fuck you. No, no, it's what the blank. Oh, Uh, well, no. Are you kidding? Say it right now. Say it. Do do cockatoo. No, you did it already. Do it again. I know. They they show her... She she they found she found a fish on the ground and she goes what the fuck <laughs> and I keep stop laughing at it it's so funny and then the guy does a magic trick for her and she goes what the fuck <laughs> I can't even say that word right because it makes me feel uncomfortable oh come on I've heard you let oh, it rip I can't do it <laughs> she does she does have to always lead up into it she there is like but a look, look for, Mm. Look for Pickles the Cockatoo. Oh, thank you for that endorsement for Pickles' TikTok page. Yeah. What yes, the fuck? Yes. We don't have a problem I, saying that over here. No, your daughter know, has no problem using yes. all expletives, no matter what the occasion. <laughs> don't know where she got that. I don't so know. Better. You're trash. You're pure trash. You said that on the I air. Know. Pickles the Cockatoo. <laughs> uh-huh. Or three. Yes, yes. Oh, God, I'm coughing like an old man. So, uh, real quick, what's the weather like where you're standing? Oh, it's horrible. And it's humid out. It's cloudy. And it's, I don't know, it's like fog or something. But it's, it's like 12 o'clock almost, and it hasn't burned off yet. So It's a moist day. I have, good, I have high hopes. Do you now? That it will. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and it was just, it's just icky. But it's the end of summer. We don't have too many more days like this. Well, it's global warming. You probably have a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's probably going to be like this until March, and then we're going to have one huge snowstorm, and then then we're going to stay there till June. Yeah. Yeah. I love snow. Yeah. Yeah. 95 degrees on Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, no. This week's theme is cremation. What do you want me to do with you when you're done with this week? Do you want to be stuffed and mounted, or do you want to be, like, shot out of a cannon? What are your wishes? Yeah. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Like a confetti oh, funny. Cannon. We get into that uh, discussion now and then because, you know, we're in our 70s. And I, and I said to your father, I said, today they're talking about cremation. I said, do you want to be buried or cremated? And he said, oh, surprise me. <laughs> well, it, it, let me tell you, it'll be a surprise all right. <laughs> I think that, I think that, like, unless I go in the next, 
couple of months. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, there's no room in Arlington. I'm going to have to go out of town. I don't want to be cremated. I'm okay. not to be buried. So just uh, for the record, if it should come up, uh, that's what I want. Jesus. You, is it because of the viewing party that you, you want? You don't just want to no, have... No, no. That, that, I don't want any of that either. I just want a quick thing. Wait, a funeral happened real quick in one morning. Uh, no people. Excuse well, me. Well, then, then why incur such a cost? Because what? then there's the embalming, there's the hair and makeup, there's the casket, the hair there's and the makeup. Vault. Well, here's the thing. Can we get a yourself... discount? Because Patty used to work at a funeral home. Oh I almost said God. salon. Funeral I, I used to work at a funeral <laughs> salon. <laughs> and Patty had to you put the bras. Patty oh had to God. listen. Patty had to put the bras on the bodies. Do you want him to do this? Yeah, for you? I can do that. So we can't have you <laughs> stuffed and mounted. No, no, I, I'd rather not that. It never looks quite right. You know, those glass eyeballs don't look good. If it happens in October, we can just sit you out in front with a bucket of uh, treats for trick-or-treaters. Yeah. Yes. And you can just deteriorate all the way through New Year's. And little kids will come up and take a little three musketeers out of your little basket there. And maybe one of your fingers. Well, you'd be dead. You'd be dead. It would be difficult, yeah, but we could weekend well, at Bernie's. Have it rigged. Have it rigged so that if anybody takes candy away from me, I will slap their hands. Okay. Well, it'll be like a vault, a vaulted seat. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Do something creative. Like yeah. at a 4-H yeah. fair, whenever you hit the target and the guy falls into the water pit, you know? Yeah, there you go. Like there those chairs go. for <laughs> elderly people that the easy one up into standing. Wow. This is going... This is going all right. This has been one hell of a moth report. Welcome to we your have, uh, yeah. I'm, I, We have plans for you in the hereafter. You have a small uh, it policy that we'll use towards your, your, well, again, we'll get a cheap pine box and we'll use the rest on a party for ourselves. Right. Sound yes. good? Yes. All right. Thank you good. very much. Uh, just one more okay. time before we before we leave, before mm-hmm. you say goodbye, can you do the, pe- the uh, cockatoo one more time? What the fuck? There you go. Uh, that What the God. fuck was that? What was that? That was me. Oh. oh okay. I don't know if you were just like filming Louise in it in the car and just like just in the Grand Canyon. Me. Out of everyone in this yeah. room. I want to thank you. Now you're gonna have to have me cremated before you. So thank you for that heart attack. Anytime. Uh, say goodbye uh, to the good, good people. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, Patty. Goodbye. Goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Goodbye Karen. Uh, I'm uh, warming up the fire weekend. pit for you. All right? Okay. Warm me up. I'll talk oh, to you I soon. I will. Okay. okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. You got it, sister. I had a nightmare the other night. Now, I don't remember my nightmares anymore. Like, I don't remember my dreams, mm-hmm. but this was the because most- Because all of our dreams have been shattered. I have, exactly. When, you've, when you're have when you dead inside, you can't feel the dream anymore. Right. Uh, I did, however, have the most basic bitch dream I've, I've had in a long time, which was- You're at the Starbucks. <laughs> it was a nightmare. It was that I was drinking a full sugar Coke. Wow. Not joking. Woke myself up going, <laughs> like, you ever like have a dream that like vaults you awake? Yes, it's Whatever usually the a dream death was. dream, but not a high calorie cocktail. <laughs> it was, this was a high calorie <laughs> nightmare. And I was like, <laughs> and I woke up and I looked to my right, to my jewels. And he, you know, he sleeps with his big ass headphones on his bows, like the, whatever the, um. Jay-Z headphones on. You, you like make it seem like head. I've spent the night in between you guys. You know, you know his headphones on. You've it's seen only it. a matter of time at this point. I feel like let's let's share a bed like with the grandparents and Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. Yeah. Yeah, that's sanitary. He was uh oh, their feet are at their heads. That's disgusting. Do you think they're taking care of their feet? They Why were... are they all sleeping together? I don't, I don't understand. Know. There, clearly, there are other beds shoved together. I don't understand. Anyway, continue. Uh, we'll go back to that because I I'm digress. Such an ish with it, but yeah, I woke up from this nightmare and I was like, <laughs> and I look to my right. He's asleep. He has his headphones on. He's connected to something, smiling like a jackass in his sleep, just ear to ear, and then he was singing along with I think it was Yankee Doodle Dandy. Well. That he's tracks. like, like he's just singing all light, and even in his sleep, 
He's a happy guy. There you go. And I am traumatized by a full sugar, high caloric Coke. Yeah. You're uh, Lauren Bacall. Uh, punched in the face. Best episode of The Sopranos was when they punched Lauren Bacall in the face. Her voice is lower on. than mine. I'm Lauren Bacall. I'm not far behind Lauren Bacall. <laughs> I am well on my way. Sure. And you know what else I'm on my way to? <sighs> it's time for the specialty, specialty cocktail, specialty drink. drink. You've Jim's died and we fried you in specialty drink. I hope maybe there's not a body in this cocktail. Tequila. That would be the maybe secret ingredient is ashes. Ashes. Please don't put me in your drink. Put me in your drink. I think that that's the thing. I think I want to be cremated and placed in a drink and maybe today we'll get lucky. Well, this... Like the Real Housewives, Real Mob Wives of Chicago where the dumbest woman alive, um, she, her dad was the German, so she decided to create the wine called the German and she literally is like, it tastes so good. It's like my dad in my throat. Ew! Was this an advertisement for it? No, this is her, uh, you know, confessional and, you know... It's like my dad in my throat. Right. I can't think of a better way to advertise your drink. Mm. Uh, mm. Like having my dad in my throat again. Choking me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's not well, this might actually choke us this week. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. I'm horrified. Okay. This week's specialty cocktail is the embalming fluid cocktail. James Jules Ferris feels that you need a plan for the end. He will be filled with bourbon placed in a barrel that will sit outside the Maker's Mock Distillery. Good, you've heard it here. These are his final wishes. For this, you will need one ounce. Ounce. One ounce. One ounce. Sour apple pucker. One half ounce blue curacao. One half ounce of rum. Five ounces pineapple juice. And a splash of Sprite. When was the last time you had Sprite? It's been a No while. mellow yellow. All right, you want to add the first four ingredients in a cocktail shaker. Add ice and shake. Pour that crap into a nice filled snifter and top it off with the Sprite. Do not shake the Sprite. Learn mm-hmm. from my mistakes. Yes. All right, here is tasting notes. Embalming chemicals are a variety of preservatives, sanitizing, and disinfectant agents used in modern embalming to temporarily prevent decomposition and restore a natural appearance for viewing a body after death. Ooh, somebody cut and paste from the Wikipedia there. And I am convinced that if you substituted sour apple pucker for formaldehyde, I think you might get a better result for your final product. The body would have a healthy glow to it, a boozy hue, and for an added treat, smell like grandma's apple crisp. Today, we would like to pump you with this book... Jesus, we would like you to pump this cocktail into your body so that we can... You are... Full of booze. So that we can preserve the wonderfulness of you at least until the end of this episode. So, whether you will be spending eternity six feet under, in a jar, dumped in your favorite lake, or hanging out in a tiny urn on the top of your son's tiki bar, head on over to the promised land with your body immersed in the best embalming fluid possible. Man-made liquor. I bet it's Wowie. Smell Zowie. Delicious. This looks insane. This looks like something that they drink at the Star Wars cantina. Now it's look at, electric Look green. at the ice cubes. Does it not look like two infected tonsils? Yeah, why are they kind of foamy? This is like when the doctor's like, well, as long as your tonsils don't... Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> That's why I look couldn't like be that. a doctor. What is that, pus? I can't drink That'd be that. That'd a terrible dentist. Okay, what wait. the fuck have you been eating? Take a whiff first. Take a w- Don't go in! Wait, no! Oh, it's too late. I just had the foam lightly caressing my top lip. Oh. Remember when Ooh. I had a nightmare about a full sugar Coke? Yeah. This it's is, coming this true right now. Do you remember the one time I had um, deli pineapple chunks and then my lips blew up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Lisa Renna. Do you remember the one time I ate sushi from a Dwayne Reed? Do you remember when I had pizza that fell off of my plate and onto my front stoop on the corner of 49th and 8th Avenue and still ate it? Do you remember when someone's dad overheard somebody else at Chuck E. Cheese say five-second rule? Do you remember when we were at Charles E. Cheese and asked for the wine selection? (laughs) 
Bring me your finest pizza topped with your second <laughs> finest pizza, sir. Is the sommelier here? <laughs> the what? They have one at Rainforest Cafe. You mean Sammy? This, this is delicious. Are you for real? Like Jennifer Lopez, I'm real. Are you for real, for real? Are you I, enjoying? Yeah. Look, here's the thing. This is a sugary beverage. I'm not going to lie to you. It's got blue curacao. It's got every juice known to man. But yet it's not blue. Well, because I think it's counteracted by the Correct. green. There's yeah. there's a lot of like primary colors happening here in your mm-hmm. art class when you combine green the movie primary with blue. Right. It makes a whole different... The sure. color is very fancy. I enjoy it. It's it's like a it's like a but uh, Jolly Rancher, if you will. This is the drink that you crazy have sweet tooth. if you have a fake ID and you're in Harvard Square and you go to the Hong Kong restaurant because that's the only place that will accept it, and mm-hmm. then you find what looks like the prettiest cocktail and they bring it to you in a massive bowl. You share it with six friends and then you have a headache for three days afterwards. Well, and then you all have the flu. Well, this is before COVID times. Well, no, this is just in regular times in because if you're sharing a giant cocktail with one oh, the or six straws. But it's, um, this is a weird thing to say. Okay. And this may not endorse the embalming fluid cocktail, but I say go in. If you like kind of like fruity, weird tasting things. Go in there is a, I don't, I'm not saying that I've ever drank or tasted wallpaper paste, but it has a paste quality. I've eaten paste in my life. Yeah, who doesn't? Who hasn't? Yeah. So maybe what I'm saying is this cocktail reminds me of my childhood and I need a therapist. I cannot get on board with whatever the hell it is you just said. There's like I a wallpaper pasty. There's a pasty. There's something pasty. I'm wearing maybe pasties. Maybe it's your skin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my skin is pasty. Today. Did you try this? He's making us drink it. You know what it also is? Do you ever have those... Um... Oh, you know what? It kicks, it kicks in like the sixth... Sip. We're like, I think I need to brush my um, bones and my tongue. I need yeah. to scrape my tongue. Yeah, this is like now. It's like it I just feels licked like nails. The stuff that was in those little wax bottles when you were a kid, and you get penny yes. candy and whatever is inside the juice. You know, it takes us a while to really break down a cocktail, but when yeah. you find it, it's the wax Coke bottle juice. Wax Coke bottle juice. Because right. I'm like, it makes my throat feel funny. Also found at Katie's Country Kitchen. <laughs> The KKK. Welcome to Katie's Country Kitchen. What could possibly go wrong here? Sorry, ma'am. I can't hear you behind that hood. Why do I keep, with every drink that we have, be it good or bad, in my opinion, I keep going back for more. I like to be punched in the face. That can be arranged. Let's do it. Okay. Jim, you first. This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.